0: This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddy and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my man, Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on the Afternoon Get Down Love Friday edition presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. SiriusXM and Channel 80. Tune in. Always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're just going to get to it. The main thing, the main thing. 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 The Main Thing with Freddie and Harry. You're not going to hear from me for the next 10 minutes. I'm just stepping aside and let the floor be handled by Harry Douglas Braves fan and the three men who shall remain nameless. Shannon Penn, Devin Kane, Mark Morales, our producers. (laughs) They have been waiting for this day. They were praying and hoping for this day. They did not think this day would happen on October 13th. That, as two Giants fans in Shannon and Devin, and a resident Yankee fan that is Mark Morales, that they would have their chance to have their comeuppance against one Harry Douglas and his Atlanta Braves. So, if you don't hear my voice for the next 10 minutes, it's because Douglas, Penn, Kane, and Morales are about to have at it in a bloodbath battle involving getting on Harry. And Harry defending himself.
1: Now, just wait a second, Freddie. You're included because normally, when we start this show off, you allow me to tell you how my day's going. You know, how was my flight yesterday when I came up here to Seattle? That's where I'm currently am right now, doing the show from a radio station here. So I appreciate all these people in the building Mm -hmm. letting me use their space. Mm -hmm. None of that, Mm Freddie. You said, let's get to the main. Normally, we wait about four to five minutes to get into the main thing. But we got into the main thing quicker today for some odd and apparent reason.
0: Harry, my name is Bennett. I'm not in it. Y'all have at it. How you doing, little buddy?
1: Oh, man, I'm I'm doing... I'm doing good. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay now. Mm-hmm. Uh last night I was in disbelief. Could not believe what transpired in the city of Philadelphia and I was heartbroken. Ladies and gentlemen, I was heartbroken to the core. So much so when that game ended last night. It was late, but I was on the West Coast. I told myself, mm-hmm. "Okay, I'm so Atlanta. Let me order me some chicken wings." Wow. I got them all flat 10 mile extra crispy.
0: You went to Williams route, didn't you? And
1: I sure did <laughs> with the stop, and, and I told myself, okay, maybe this is a bad dream. And I'm, I'm asleep at the moment. But then I woke up this morning. And all I see on every <laughs> sports channel is the Braves and the Phillies and how they dominated and mm-hmm. Nick. Castellanos, and all—that's all I kept seeing. So I went downstairs to the weight room. Right, I said, you know what? Uh-huh. Let me work some of this out. Uh, got a nice core. Got a nice core workout in. I nice core did. workout. Abs looking right right now. Uh, there you go. But then I went
0: back upstairs, and uh-huh. it wasn't a dream, Freddie. Uh, you just—you just could not wake up from it that wasn't nightmare. It was not a dream. It was not a dream. For Harry Douglas, Braves <laughs> got spanked by the Phillies again.
1: <laughs> and, man, it, it's crazy because when you watch that, a lot of people who watched that game last night, yeah. if you were to tell was to tell me a better situation for the Braves to be in, down two runs, bases loaded, mm-hmm. Ronald Acuna Jr., who's probably mm-hmm. going to be the MVP of the National League, uh-huh. he's up at bat. I would take that 100 times out of 100. Uh-huh. But he didn't come through when he needed to. Mm-mm, Has nothing to do with what he did wow. this entire regular season. But when he when they needed it the most, the Braves, yep. mm-hmm. he didn't come through. Then they got another opportunity. First, First and, third, and third, nobody no out. Outs. Top
0: of the ninth inning. I hear. I was no watching. outs. Yep, I was watching.
1: And then go going back to the bases loaded. We had an opportunity to score a run off a wild pitch. Yep. And, and I move. thought it was poor base running. I agree. Right, you. because being down three to two is a different ball game. Being down three to one, mm-hmm. when you're in the eighth or ninth inning, late late in the ball game, like it's a, it's a huge difference, in my opinion. Right. So I just thought the Braves across the board from pitching, I didn't think the pitching in this series was excellent at all. They were far from it. Yeah. Uh, the bats, the bats that we've seen during the regular season is nothing Mm -hmm. what we've seen in this series versus versus the Philadelphia Phillies. And i got to give my hat out to Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, you do. You have no choice. Because
1: the better team won (laughs) in this series. But what I've seen from Nick Castellanos being the first player ever to homer twice, Mm -hmm. uh, back-to-back games in a playoff series, Mm -hmm. what Bryce Harper did the game before, Mm -hmm. but their pitching, and I tell a lot of people, Yes, you got to hit the baseball, but pitching, in my opinion, is more important in the postseason than anything. Yeah. Because they had three guys that 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 were exceptional. When you look at, you know, uh, Wheeler, Aaron Nola, even Suarez, but then their relief pitching Mm -hmm. showed up in this series as well.
0: Yeah, 307 home runs the Atlanta Braves hit in the regular season. They only hit three and four games in the series. Meanwhile, the Phillies had 11 home runs they hit. In the series versus the Atlanta Braves, but you know what, Harry? All of that sounds good and well, all, and yeah, breaking I, down the game. I'm and, surprised and, it took you and, guys and, this and, long. Yeah, and, and runners in scoring position. All like, <laughs> that how are you doing? How are you doing? Matter of fact, we want folks to call in, right, Freddie? We <laughs> yeah. want folks to call in and tell us how they're coping and they're when talking. their teams lose. Yeah, how you doing? Triple H say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. It's an early version of Safe Space, part of Freddie Harry Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-729-3776. By the way, Freddie and Harry in the ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It is not college football season without the delicious taste of an school Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Kevin in Toronto, Harry Douglas. He has words of encouragement. Kevin from the great white north, my brother, what you got? <laughs> hey, Freddie, how you doing, man? I appreciate you guys taking my call. Absolutely. First time calling in. Yeah, listen, I got a quick story for you, man. When my mom was going through some stuff, she passed away, man. Your voice, man. Your voice, man. Carry carry, carry me through a lot. You I want to say that. Man? I, I appreciate the kind I, words listen. and you know, Sorry for your oh, loss, my man. friend. I appreciate that. Oh man. Okay, so Harry, you remember last a couple weeks ago, Jimmy Butler came on with a here? Yeah. And as Freddie, you introduced the song by Jermaine Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that?
2: Yes, yes, yes all, right. We did.
0: all right. So, Harry, this, Harry, this is for you. All right, and all the Cowboys fans and all the Atlanta Braves fans. So, you know the team sound It like, goes, "We do need to change our head coach <laughs> to have a standing chance." Uh huh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so Harry, man, that's for you. <laughs> Remember the team sound Jermaine Stewart, man. You know. I feel your pain, man, but you guys got to get a segment about if head coaches are doing really bad, you know, you just say that to 13. We do you need to change huh head coach will
1: have a standing chat. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, they man. man. Yes. <laughs> and, Fred, I, I, I got, I got uh-huh. something to admit, too. I, I left this part out when I was just talking a few minutes ago okay. about what I did this morning, so no All lie. Because, right. you know, I'm three hours behind right now. Mm-hmm. So I got up. So like the Braves in the series was, against Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> got up at 2 a.m. Wow, this morning, and I literally walked around for about 25, 30 minutes uh-huh. up and down hills of downtown Seattle. Really, <laughs> literally, wow. I did.
0: I, I I know the feeling when it comes to coping as as a long suffering Mets, Jets, Knicks fan. I know exactly that kind of pain when you have that kind of promise for your team and they can't deliver, especially the kind of season because before the season starts, man, that Braves team. I think that Braves team's going all the way. And the way they played in the regular season didn't give me any reason to pause and think that that was not going to happen with the Atlanta Braves. But the playoffs is just a different deal. Different ball game. And they found out because the Phillies at them and said, "We don't give a Dale See, I, I should have knew. I should have knew
1: when I seen Bryce Harper show up in that baby blue. Yeah. I said, "Why well, is he in the baby blue?" He had on the Dion outfit the yeah. game before, and then the entire Phillies team showed up in the baby uh-huh. blue. Yeah. I should have knew something was up right yeah. there and
0: there. Not for nothing. Should've as knew. a Mets fan, those two uniforms last night, Braves and Phillies, fire. When the Phillies were the all blues with the red with the red with the maroon um, P on the on the chest and everything, yeah. those uniforms are those beyond are fire. fire as far yeah. as that goes. Braden in Georgia, he has encouragement for you, Harry Douglas. Braden, what you got, my friend? Oh, okay. Let's go to Roy, the truck driver. Roy, the truck driver, he has encouraging words, Harry, for you. As a matter of fact, Roy, what you got?
2: Harry, <laughs> talk to him, Roy. Man, it's, it's gonna be all right, man. See, I knew, see, I knew that Atlanta was going to kind of choke, man. It's hard season, man. It's hard, and they played hard all year. But, like Freddy just said, their dead gun playoffs is a whole different animal. You got to go to another level to keep up so that you can come through in them big moments. I'm sorry, man. I wanted Atlanta to go too, but I thought about man Bryce Harper is hot he gonna hurt them he gonna hurt them, and he did. I'm sorry, man this-
1: this is this is the second time this has ha- happening to uh, happened to me in 2023. Okay. So for those of you who don't understand, I, I'm a big hockey fan and mm-hmm. the Boston Bruins. Yeah. That's my team, and they had the best record during the regular season.
0: They couldn't even got get out the to first the first playoffs, round.
1: and they lost to the Florida Panthers and Kachuk and company. So yeah,
0: at the beat this, of three this, one.
1: This 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 has happened to me twice, man, and I, and I'm not in a good space right now. I yeah. thought I was, but yeah. when I came on uh the top of this show, but I'm really not in a good space right now. Well, I got to get there, ladies and gentlemen. I need y'all to help me.
0: Not for nothing, because, guys, what did Harry say in our meeting? Y'all not breaking my spirit, and I got in touch with my inner nutty professor. You may walk in, but you're limping out. He's limping <laughs> out already. 100%. Already. He's and, limping and out. He was,
1: look, he was in the meeting talking about, you can't break my soul. i What you doing, Harry? I want the I'm people ha- to understand yeah. that I'm human, too. I'm just like everybody stop. else out there. Stop. Hey, Harry. Stop. Hey, Harry, look. I'm just I, like everybody
2: else out there. As, as a New York sports fan, and you just went through the Bruins and, and now the, the Braves, as a New York sports fan, it's been rough. I got an extra seat for you here in the support group absolutely. for disappointing teams. After
0: all the fat-mouthing you were doing Harry Douglas, in the meeting, y'all not breaking my spirit. I'm Harry Douglas. King Kong's got nothing on me. You in here now, you're like, oh, guys, I need some help. You know what I Please got for every last too. one of y'all? Shoe program. Yeah. Y'all <laughs> will all be at <laughs> Pelican <laughs> Bay. <laughs> Jay in Houston, help Harry cope with his loss, my friend. Jay, what you got on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio? Oh, man, I can't
2: help him because I feel like Harry. I'm an Orioles fan. Oh, And I live yeah. in Houston, man. When I came to work, they had a broom sitting on my chair and everything, oh, man. man. I was absolutely disgusted. The thing is, I did. I wanted to play the Rangers. I didn't want to play half uh, of Bay because I thought we didn't match up well against of Bay. Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: and, you and know the Rangers gave us everything we was looking for. Jay, I'm glad you mentioned that in terms of matchups because how many times have we seen that somebody could be a bad matchup? with somebody else, and not saying that the Phillies should not have been a bad matchup, but they had the experience of, we did this to this team last year. No, no, the we Phillies was a bad again.
1: matchup, Freddie. How many times did I say it before the playoffs? Oh, like, that's the one team yeah. I did not want to play. You did not I didn't want, want to play. play the Phillies.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Three teams that won at least 100 games. Baltimore, Los Angeles, and Atlanta. Out. They they got treated like University of Virginia versus Maryland Baltimore County back in 2016 N C tournament. <laughs> they got treated like they, all these number sixteen seeds knocking off oh, these number man. one seeds, and it's not that they lost. It's the way that the Dodgers got swept. The Rs with the Texas Rangers they were not ready yet. The Rs are a, a year away. But your Braves, everybody said, man, if, if the Phillies get them, it's going to be a tough series. Atlanta needed a comeback for the ages just to make sure this wasn't a sweep. After well, then, being down 4 nothing in game I, two. I think that's the
1: part that, you know, that's mind-boggling to me is because when you look at this team from an offensive standpoint the entire season, yep. they were phenomenal. And to just everything to go to crap when you get to the playoffs versus the Philadelphia Phillies, a divisional uh, division rival, yep. mm-hmm. like it, that's the sad part. Like we were struggling to get people on base yep. every single game in this series. When I, On the opposite side, I'm watching the Philadelphia Phillies have people reach base like a damn kid that's going to the store buying candy. Like somebody okay. gave him $2 worth of quarters, and uh, he's going to buy nine laters uh, time and time again from the store.
0: You know how the Phillies treated your Braves? They treated them like they were avocado made them made them in guacamole and put it right on their tacos. Yeah. That's a how little, you're allowed They Atlanta treated Braves. them like a piñata, man. Yeah, they really did, and they kept hitting it and hitting it and hitting it well. Triple H, say ESPN. <laughs> I know, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. We want to hear from you. Do you have any sympathy for Harry after his Braves loss or no sympathy for Harry? Are you going to help him cope or make him feel like a dope? 888-729-3776. We want to hear from you on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. James, in my home, state of New York. James, what you got, my friend?
2: Listen, I'm sorry to say, Harry, I ain't got nothing for you, son. I really don't. (laughs) I'm sorry. Being from New York, a Jet fan, oh. I'm an Islander fan. I got my Yankees. They gave me a little something back in the day, not really recently. But I'm I'm dude, what what do you want me to give you? I
1: got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what you just mentioned, and being a New York fan, it's not a damn thing you can give me. <laughs> hey, you can't even give me hope because this, the last yeah. thing the Yankees had was hope this season. They didn't have any.
0: Put it this way: I'm, and, a, I'm a Mets fan. you, tell
2: me you're a Boston Bruins fan. Uh-huh. Yeah. So how does that happen, bro? The, oh, how does so, that happen? So I
1: gotta explain. I gotta explain it to you. Yeah, so my the, first yeah. Boston Bruins, my first hockey game ever.
0: Okay,
1: uh, I want to say 2012, 2011, so mm. about nine or ten years ago. Right, um, and it was at a boston bruins game and montreal is that one of their, their biggest rivals that's rival, their biggest rival the halves right
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yep uh, boston was down three one in the third period came back and won that game man mm-hmm. I, what i mean i drunk at damn near every bar in boston that uh, night
0: i'm surprised you're here took a,
1: took a picture in front of the bobby orr statue met some uh high up people with the boston bruins organization former okay. players as well right. bought me a jersey a bergeron jersey now i have a pastor jersey also have a marchand jersey like so i am you. a huge boston bruins fan yeah
0: I hope you go down and defeat with my Rangers taking care of your Bruins this year. I hope you go down and defeat. After what happened to the Florida Panthers, your team, you should be thanking your lucky stars (laughs) that they allowed you back in the NHL after that collapse. Best regular season in history and then wah, wah. But I'm I'm going to
1: miss uh, Patrice Bergeron, man. Me too. He's he's retired, no longer playing. He meant a lot to that organization, played for one team for – numerous of years yeah. and i'm looking forward to this season being better for the boston bruins yeah, not york. the new york rangers yeah, i'm, I'm and glad you
0: mentioned Bergeron; one of the best two-way players that will get the credit for that because True. it did it all into the ice one of the best leaders that we've seen in national hockey league not just that organization in the last 15 years randy in arizona my friend what you got
2: hey guys you have a great show as always Appreciate you. i have a request and harry we love you but during your karaoke segment, we want you singing the blues this
0: afternoon. <laughs> 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 and I know blues music. Oh, I can give man. you some help on that one. Uh huh. Randy, man,
1: I, I I appreciate you, man. Uh, it's just, it's rough for me right now. Come on, you blue, know, 'cause
0: Little BB King, how blue can you get? Come I on. I had a
1: high hopes for my Atlanta Braves, and, mm-hmm. and they let me down, man. So. Listen, Randy, I'm I, I gotta I gotta get back on top, baby. I'm down below right now. You're gonna get lifted Roddy up. Roddy Rich got a song down below. I'm down below right now. You're gonna get
0: lifted up because today is Love Friday. That's true. Oh, that's gonna that's do true. it. That's true. But before we get to Love Friday, right now this is this Blues for Harry. That you gotta give somebody a blues song here, a little bit of something. You know, I'm right down now. and out. You know, not right now, Freddie. Not right now. Havadoonia, Havadoonia. <laughs> what makes your big head so hard? Mouth. something like that. <laughs> Atta boy, Freddie. Oh, so, so juvenile. Dennis in Hawaii, my friend. What you got on Freddie and Harry? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. First time calling. Love the show, by the way. Appreciate you. Thank hey you. Harry, man, I feel for you, bro. I'm a Dodger fan,
2: and yeah. uh, I know how you're feeling right now, bro. So I'm gonna lay off on you. I'm not gonna give you any grief because it looks like you've been taking a whole bunch. I got your back, though. One day we will come through, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll be there, bro. Hang in thank there, Freddie. Thank I you,
1: Dennis. That. See, Dennis, that's a stand-up guy right there. Dennis in Hawaii. When I get to Hawaii, I, we need to meet up. Yeah. Dennis on me, Dennis. Yeah, a that's mahalo. a stand-up gentleman he right there. He gave you a little
0: mahalo from Hawaii. <laughs> he really <laughs> did. You know, he did because the other forty-nine states they got no love for you, but Hawaii does. There's nothing wrong with that. I like I that from Dennis. I like that. He said, that "Love, Dennis." Yeah, he said, "Love Friday." I'm not gonna have Harry not feeling the love, even I though right now. I appreciate that
1: too, man, because I need it right now. Yeah. thank you, you Dennis. But,
0: uh, you know what? The, the best thing about this whole thing. Not that you're, like, giving us a mea culpa here because of how strong you can be with your team, but the fact that we broke your spirit when you said we were it, not Fred, done. Fred, here's the thing, though. What's that? You know
2: my guy Harry is taking receipts.
0: He oh, is, he oh. was bad before you no, think. No, not <laughs> me. No, what did I say? I say, Harry, You know, all the grief he's getting, he's gotten it from <laughs> me. He's gotten it from Shannon. He's gotten it from Devin. I'm, he's especially got it from Mark Morales. Guess
1: what, guys? I'm... <laughs> It might come out before the show's over exactly <laughs> believe me
0: uh, what whatever it is whatever seats you keep make sure it's not a store credit it's got to be cash i'm legitimately terrified
2: i'm terrified of harry for the rest of this oh, season anyway,
0: though, don't you punk up now yeah i don't i don't want to know what's coming out i don't want to know what's coming Mark out yeah. stay strong
1: it's a long season ladies there and gentlemen you go.
0: it's a lo- attaboy, long attaboy harry ha- let harry be the punk up here Devin Kane, I'm ashamed that you decided you to punk up within 20
1: minutes. I can forgive, but I cannot yeah, but forget, forget <laughs> ladies and
0: gentlemen. Yeah. Not ask, at all. Better to ask for permission than for forgiveness, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. One last one from Mac in Louisville. Right, Mac, I know you got love for Harry since he's a Louisville card. What you got, brother?
2: Hey, thanks, boys. Uh, Harry, listen, put the Braves behind you. You got time to worry about hockey, but right now it's the 6 0 Louisville Cardinals. We're going to be doing it at the end of the year. I don't know if you booked your weekend yet, but we need to see the Louisville. We need to see you in Louisville
1: this fall, my
2: friend.
1: So thank you, Mac, for that call. Mac, I just left from Louisville. I was at the Louisville-Notre Dame game. Mm -hmm. I might come from the Thursday night game against Virginia. Okay. Um, There's something else I can't talk about, but hopefully y'all will see me a lot more this fall. But I will say this, the Louisville Cardinals, they're 6-0. and They're ranked 14th in the country.
0: Yeah, there you, you go. You know what?
1: Suddenly, I'm feeling a little better, Freddie. There you go. Suddenly, I'm feeling a little better.
0: See, all of a sudden, now you can wake up from this nightmare that happened less than 24 hours ago. I uh, know. I know. You at least got the Cardinals. You got the Falcons. Bruins about to play. All of a sudden, last uh. night, it's a distant memory. There's no more distant early warning for you. Now, when you
1: say the Falcons, you talking about the Falcons at a three and two right now? When I looked at the playoff yeah. standings, they were ahead of the you know Cowboys because see, see, uh, the Cowboys right. don't look yeah. like they even well, a playoff see, team see, right now. See, and then also the Jets, yeah. Lord, they the Jets. And <laughs> then. Don't worry. Your Falcons. Who, the Giants. Oh, Lord. We're not going to get on gi- uh, the who? Giants. Giants an NFL football team yeah, right they now?
0: They are. But, but, but we'll leave your Falcons alone for now because the record says it. But you yeah. know, at a certain point, those birds are going to go into the nest and <laughs> take cover. You know that's going <laughs> to happen.
2: Ha
0: <laughs> <laughs> Road to the Boy, World I love Series. Y'all. Yeah, 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 we'll see. The Road to the World Series, always right here on ESPN Radio. Every pitch, every at bat, every run, every error, all the postseason acting that you can stand on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. and Freddie and Harry. Keep bringing those phone calls in at 888 When were you the most disappointed or upset when your team lost? It could have been in the regular season, postseason wedding season, whatever that was. When were you the most disappointed or upset when your team lost? We want to hear from you at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. You Can't wait to hear what you have to say on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Speaking of disappointments, this is what Russell Wilson had to say, Broncos quarterback, after losing to the Chiefs last night. We, we had a chance, and I think we just got to play better, play cleaner. What is his problem? That's next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
2: Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and gold! Splash! Shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Love
0: Friday. Here on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us for Love Friday on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. serious XM Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio 10 minutes away from your phone calls. The most disappointing loss that you've ever dealt with as a fan regarding your team. We're going to give you hours, but we can't wait to hear from you at 888 say ESPN 8887293776. When were you the most disappointed or upset when your team lost your phone calls in ten minutes at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six and speaking of disappointments <laughs> once again, I give you Russell Wilson of the Denver Broncos. They lose again last night. They're now one and five in the season. They have not been this bad since nineteen ninety four after scoring only eight points. He did not even get one hundred yards passing. And Dangerous said. We, we had a chance, and I think we just got to play better, play cleaner. We've been playing, you know, really good ball on offense for, you know, you know,
2: for the past over weeks. And I think the best thing we can do is just keep believing, play cleaner. Um, I got I to play better. And, and uh, that's, that starts with me, and, you know, I know I'll respond
0: the right way. And from the We Know This, Now So You department, in the first six games last year when Nathaniel Hack was the head coach, they were 2-4. and four. The offense scored 15 points per game. The defense only allowed 16.5. Six games under Sean Payton, 1-5. and They're scoring more, averaging Harry over 21 points per game. They're also allowing a lot more, over 33 points per game. I know we can get to Sean Payton in a minute, but in your opinion, what is going on with Sierra's boo in year two in Denver when it comes to Russell Wilson?
1: Well, and here's one of the things when it comes to Russ so far this season, because if you take out last night game first, Freddie, and you see Russ's numbers, you would say, okay, Russ is playing pretty decent. He's playing pretty good, right? More so than he was the previous year. Right. The thing is is that sometimes numbers can be very deceiving about what's going on on the football field. When I look at Russell Wilson right now, I don't see a difference maker on the football field, or I don't see a guy that's going to add a splash to the offense of the Denver Broncos that puts them in a position to – Number one, have highlight plays, mm-hmm. but also win football games. Even though he's playing decent, and uh, yesterday on get up, we had these numbers right about how rush yeah. numbers are kind of similar to Patrick Mahomes. Right. Well, one thing I do know with my eyes, Russell Wilson don't look like no damn Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> that's that's one thing I know. With my eyes, and I don't even have bifocals. I don't even have four of them. I have two. Right? That means I don't wear glasses, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and I know what I'm watching when I'm watching football games. Mm-hmm. There's no it factor when it comes to Russ being with the Denver Broncos. And I think some of the simplicity things when it comes to the game of football, Freddie, on fourth and three last time, on the first pos- uh, first possession for the Denver Broncos, does Russ understand that he can't take a sack on fourth and three? Exactly. You got to throw the football to somebody. Give somebody a chance. That's a time that people don't care if you throw an interception. Because you do know that. In the very next possession, you have one of the most simplest coverages that quarterbacks have gone against in middle school, high school, college, and definitely the National Football League, cover three. And you have linebackers in which you know where those linebackers are going. So Russ, number one, stare down the wide receiver. You can't do that as a quarterback in the National Football League. Time and time again, if you stare down your wide receiver, most of the time it's going to be an interception. And that's what happened to Russell Wilson. And he had a running back that he could have just threw the ball out to in the flat, gained about five or six yards. It, is it a big game? No, but it's a positive play. But that play turned into an interception. And then you just look at the rest of that offense throughout the game and it's punt, 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 interception, punt. That there's no chemistry mm-hmm. um, out there on the football field versus the Kansas City Chiefs, and I got to give them credit too because their defense is playing lights out football so far this season. And if it wasn't for Kansas City's offense being so bad, one for five in the red zone, mm-hmm. that game would have been out of hand way more than it was. I don't think the score is indicative of how out of hand the game was uh, last night to me. That's true because it, I thought it was worse than nineteen to eight.
0: Yeah. But I'm if Kansas
1: City scores in the red zone, mm-hmm. that the, the score looks totally different than it than it did when, when the final um, clock hit zeros. Yeah,
0: Greg Allen hit us on Twitter, Coleman, ESPN, and H. Douglas eighty three saying John Payton has to unleash Russ and let him finally cook. Hashtag free Russ. Greg, I'll say the opposite. Russ has to free Russ because he's overthinking. Yep. You look at a guy that he looks like what Justin Fields described himself in Chicago three weeks ago that he felt like he was playing robotic. Because there were too many people in his head and too many people between his ears. That's where Russell Wilson is right now. It's not about Sean Payton unleashing Russell Wilson. It's about Russell Wilson unleashing when it comes to Russell Wilson. And he cannot play the way that he's going to play because he's got a guy that he knows is going to be there longer than he's going to be in Denver. And Sean Payton knows it. Russell Wilson knows it. and Everybody knows it. That's why we see the Russell Wilson you just talked about, Harry, a guy that looks robotic. That it looks like he read a football book called Football for Dummies. Yeah. Okay, one, two here, three, four here, five, six here, getting sacked there. That's what he looks like because he's not playing freely because he's, he's worried and he's afraid of Sean Payton. And Sean Payton has ruined Russell Wilson. He doesn't care about that because Sean Payton has power in that organization. But he has literally ruined a guy that we know what he can do And you would have thought a quarterback coach, quarterback guru, that Sean Payton has been in the NFL, whether as an assistant coach of the Dallas Cowboys, assistant coach of the New York Giants, and what he did with Drew Brees in New Orleans. Not trying to place all the blame on Sean Payton, but he knew exactly what he had gotten into with Russell Wilson. He's not playing to the strengths of his quarterback, what can make him a big play play quarterback. And maybe it's not there anymore, to be fair, Harry. Maybe that Russell Wilson that we thought we were going to see, maybe that person is washed. But the two problems with the situation going on right now, what's his problem? Number one, Russell Wilson is in Russell Wilson's way because Sean Payton is not letting him play that way. And number two, Sean Payton has ruined him because Sean Payton says, you're going to do it this way. And it's not conducive to the way that Russell Wilson has been successful as a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah,
1: and I, and I agree with you, Freddie. I think it's blame across the board, and especially when it comes to Sean Payton. And we can't sit up here and absorb him. Of his doings or the lack thereof when it comes to this football team and the offense not looking like it's supposed to look. He was brought in to, I'm not going to say to fix Russ, but to make sure this offense and this team was better than a year ago. And he was the one that went out publicly and said that, you know, the job that Nathaniel Hackett had done Mm -hmm. the previous year was probably the worst in, you know, coaching football in, in the National Football League. Well, Sean Payton, guess what? Your team is has a, a worse record. Yep. And right now we can say that now you have taken over that spot. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of these coaches, when they have these Hall of Fame quarterbacks, they look great. And Sean Payton under Drew Brees, those two guys were in unison when they did a lot of things. Also, you look at Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Those guys were in unison, and they accomplished a lot of things. But now what we're seeing in the National Football League is when these Hall of Fame quarterbacks leave these teams – Not many of these coaches are prevailing and showing excellence when it comes to their team uh, collectively, Freddie.
0: Guys who are that generational, it gets to a certain point that you don't have to coach them. If you're coaching a Peyton Manning, if you coach a Tom Brady, if you coached an Aaron Rodgers, it gets to the point that they know as much about football as you do. And you know that as a play caller. So you put pieces and plays in place that are going to accentuate what they do and not take it away. Really terrific coaches will say, okay, what does he do best? We got to align our offense. We got to align our defense around that. Haven't seen that from Sean Payton. Lord knows we haven't seen it from Bill Belichick or Mac Jones. We have not even seen now even Think about closer Mike McCarthy. That. Mike right? McCarthy. All, All the yeah. years
1: he had Aaron Rodgers. Man, come on, yeah, man. Absolutely. It's
0: Aaron Rodgers. And so now he's got Dak Prescott playing scared or not yep. playing his disability because he wants to control the narrative. You can do that, but it better work. And if it doesn't work, you get we got New England or he got in Dallas, and definitely with Denver and Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, he's going to be a lot lo- around a lot longer than Russell Wilson is going to be. And if you're Russell Wilson, you're thinking, man, where do I go from here once this season is over?
1: Well, I'm going to say this, Freddie, because I work on college football every week, right, extensively. And I know the quarterback class coming out in 2024. Mm-hmm. And- mm mm-hmm. If the Denver Broncos have a top five pick in the Mm -hmm. NFL draft, Mm -hmm. why would they not pick their quarterback? Why wouldn't Sean Payton pick the quarterback that he feels like can run the offense that he wants to run? Absolutely. He doesn't care about anything, how much money, you know, Russell Wilson's making. He's trying to get this team in the position to where he feel like it's functional and that offense can be what
0: he knows it can be with his guy. Yeah. And it's not his money. Exactly. (laughs) Whether it's a dead cap it or not. It's not the salary cap money that Sean Payton has to worry about. It's your time now here on Love Friday on Freddie and Harry. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. It's time for you to tell us what was the most disappointed upset you were when your team lost. Troy Coverdale already weighing in on Twitter saying, my man, most painful, Michael Bishop and Kansas State losing to Texas A&M in the 1998 Big 12 championship game. I still say the Texas A&M Aggies have not scored in overtime. That's what we're looking for.
1: Look, that's back when they had those three phenomenal linebackers, uh-huh, too, right? Uh-huh,
0: Yeah, yeah I, I yeah remember man. those days. Michael yeah, Bishop man. was a bad boy running yes, that option. Yes, he was until that night, <laughs> according to Troy <Detroit laughs> Coverdale, in 1998 in the Big 12 Championship game. If you got pain in a Love Friday, let Love Friday try to take away that pain. Take us back into the past. The most disappointed upset you were when your team lost. 888 Your calls are next on Freddie and Harry on Love Friday. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio.
2: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8 SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <coughs>
0: Freddie and Harry love Friday on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80 and your smart speaker presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. All you got to do is get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, AT, and more. All your protection in one place, so bundle and save at Progressive.com. It's time for you to have this kind of safe space. The most disappointed upset that you have been when your team has lost. We're going to get your phone calls a couple of seconds, but real quick, we'll go around the room. Harry, most disappointing loss that for you involving your team?
1: Uh, I would say a team I actually played on in college. When we lost to Rutgers on a Thursday night oh. after having an outstanding win the previous week, two top five teams, and then we played Rutgers the following week, and you oh. were actually at that game. 2006 Freddy. in November. Um, oh, yeah. I we win there. that game. We go to the national championship that year. Mm-hmm. So that, that one was a heartbreaker. That's one I would never forget. Wow. I would never forget it, and it's – it hit my heart uh, hard at the time. Right. And even right now, talking about it, man, it, it makes me cringe because, you know, those opportunities don't come every day.
0: Right. Devin Kane, most disappointed you've been when your team lost?
2: I got six words for you. Okay. Matt Dodge punt the ball away. Oh. He punted it right to Deshaun Jackson. Yep. Yeah. He returned it all the way. Oh. He backed in the end zone. Yeah, I think I slammed my remote. Uh-huh. Ugh. That one hurt.
0: I was working the NFL and ESPN radio that day with Antonio Pierce, who used to play for the Giants. And when we went to break, I think he had every F word, every second word. When he saw that happen, I told and that I'm not going to repeat it. I like to keep my job. I, <laughs> Shannon I, Penn. Go ahead.
2: Also, I'm pretty sure that was the quickest anyone's ever been cut from a team after that, Matt Dodge. Yeah, he should have been. He, yes, he been should have been on the
0: team, period. Shannon Penn, the most disappointed you've ever been when your team lost.
2: Freddie, I'm gonna need a minute. All right. All like, right. I was sitting. I was gonna give you a couple of things. I-, I need a minute to process. Okay,
0: it. that's fine. Mark Morales, the most disappointed when your team's lost the game
2: last year when the Yankees got swept by their rival, the Houston Astros in no, the ALCS.
0: Oh, Recent history. Wow. Yeah. What? Keep forgetting how young Mark is and stuff <laughs> so, like that. So you,
1: you've been. You've been a part of this therapy group for a while, Mark. Uh, yeah, he, he's
0: yeah, been in that therapy chat for a minute, no doubt. <laughs> I'm, I'm a frequent visitor to the support group. Yeah, he's I won see. a new hole in that couch, lying on it all the time. James in North Carolina, 888-729-3776. James, the most disappointed or upset you have been when your team lost was when and where?
2: So, February 3rd, 2002, I'm a Marine in Afghanistan at the time. The NFL set up a tent for us so we could
1: watch the Super Bowl. My heavily favored Rams with the greatest show on turf
2: are mm-hmm. playing some unknown scrub named Tom Brady.
0: <laughs> and
1: we ended up losing to that Vinatieri kick.
2: And it happens at like six in
1: the morning local time. So Now I got to work all day oh. thinking about how my team
0: just lost. Oh, by the way, number one, thank you for your service. Number mm-hmm. one. And number two, I feel for you, brother. Can you imagine that happens and you, you got to keep your mind focused back on protecting our freedoms and yep. that happened with your team losing? That's the greatest show in terms of the Patriots. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Joe, in Florida, the most disciplined upset you were when your team lost, my friend. What was it?
2: Hey, how y'all? Thanks for the call. Um, first of all, Harry, I, I know you hate the Cowboys, but it's okay. I love y'all's show and uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I'll give you four quick ones. I'm going to go back to 1993 when Leon Lett, buffed the snow game on Thanksgiving Day okay. uh, to make us lose that game. And then I'll give you another one. I'm going to go to or uh, 2006 when uh, Tony Romo muffed the extra point, and we yeah. lost that game in Seattle uh, in 2006. Uh, and then I'm going to go to 2014 when Des Bryant didn't catch the catch, which he actually did, uh, and we lost that game. And then 2017, Jared Cook catches the ball from a fantastic play from Aaron Rodgers, which I just can't stand. To break our hearts in Texas and AT&T Stadium,
0: man, I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. All oh, my of, exes live in Texas. Texas. <laughs> Believe me, as a Cowboys fan, I think I'm going to quit this show right now. He bring about all that hurt and pain. Oh, I
1: know. You guys have a lot, huh? I think the only thing I remember Stop about it, the day is Brian when, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we know the catch wasn't the catch, but it was a catch. But exactly. His lips being ashy.
0: Well, that's Brian. It, was, yeah, cold, his helmet it was cold in Green Bay that day.
1: <laughs> you got to keep it yes, I used to I, have my I, chapstick in my hand warmer. I know, so, but sometimes you forget to moisturize. We all have
0: been there <laughs> at one time was or like another. He like
1: Pookie from New Jack uh, City. He really did.
0: Anybody got a, a catch that I can have right now it's against the me, NFL? Man. Scotty, it's calling me, man. <laughs> that catch the hell of a drug as far as that goes. in Florida, the most disappointed or upset you were when your team lost. What was it, my friend? Hey, guys, uh, yeah, y'all making me open up a, 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 a real hard wound here and okay. pour some salt in it. Ooh.
2: But uh, kick, six iron mm. bowl, that's all I need to say.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I remember texting Paul Feinbaum after that happened, and I said, will you be able to get a word in Edgewise on Monday? He said, Freddie, I won't be able to talk until Thursday. <laughs> he yes. wasn't kidding. He just said, the Paul Feinbaum show, phone lines are open, and I didn't hear Paul again until 6.55 until he said, we'll see you tomorrow. That's how much that one kick six, Auburn Alabama just took over his whole show.
1: And that's something that's going down in history, though. That 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 kick will, or that return mm-hmm. um, by Davis will be remembered for the rest of Auburn Alabama fans' life.
0: Absolutely, right. The late Rod Bramblett had one of the ultimate calls ever. Got rested. So Google that Rod Bramblett, the kick six call. The Auburn, the longtime Auburn play-by-play announcer for football and basketball. One of the all-time great Homer, but not overbearing Homer calls in the history of those kind of things. God rest his soul. That call was fantastic. I'm not even an Auburn fan, and even I got an appreciation for that call. Brad, in Indianapolis, the most disappointed you were upset when your team lost?
2: Uh, the Texas versus Texas Pack in 08, the Crabtree game. I still, my heart hurts over that one.
0: I remember watching that game on a Saturday. Colt McCoy was dealing that night yeah, I remember for Texas, that but Crabtree couldn't be guarded. He couldn't be stopped. I thought that guy going to be a Hall of Fame wide receiver in the NFL. Did he?
1: Uh, I think he won the Bolitnikoff. He sure was did. I think it was 2006. He sure did. He won yep. it in 2006, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But Crabtree was that dude, man, yeah. at Texas Tech. He was. He balling. won the
0: Bolitnikoff that year. Yeah, yeah 2006, yeah. right? Yeah, he yeah. did win that, man. he was. They tried to triple team him. Didn't matter. That guy was catching everything. Well, then, then Tlaib his chain. Remember that one? Yeah, (laughs) and then Sherman (laughs) snatched his soul in the MC championship game. It just didn't end well for Michael Crabtree in the NFL. Kevin in Las Vegas, the most disappointed upset you were when your team lost. Oh, Kevin's out? Okay, he just dropped. Okay, last one, Eli in Texas. Eli, the most disappointed upset when your team lost. When did that happen, my friend?
2: Hey, fellas, so I appreciate the, appreciate y'all taking my call. Um, just listening to the Cowboys, I'm a, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, so I live with disappointment. Um, <laughs> But I'd have to say mine goes back to October of 2011
1: when the Texas Rangers lost to the uh, St. Louis Cardinals in the World Series.
2: I thought we had that game won twice, and we just, we just couldn't come back. I knew in game seven it was good, it was, we weren't going to show up to win, so I'd say that's my biggest disappointment. So, Eli,
1: <laughs> let me ask you this. Is that something you will remember for the rest of your life? I will. Um, I remember my oldest daughter was two years old. uh-huh, Um, my wife was pregnant with my youngest and I was sitting in the living room. I mean, hell, when that Polly Felice was pitching, I was I was acting
2: like I was a dang pitcher and <laughs> I, I I will never forget that. <laughs> wow.
0: I, I you can never say David Freeze in that state. Nope. <laughs> you mentioned no. that and you're gonna have to move some furniture around. People are not having that.
1: See, Harry, it wasn't that bad. We helped you through it this hour, right? We you were there it. for you, right? We were boys. Did. did
0: we really do that? And it? y'all
1: played my Phil Perry call me to, to, to start off this, this 45 segment, too? <laughs>
0: <laughs> call me. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you not No, you knew not to call one of us last night. You would have gotten that business. You better believe I did. He, he did not do I that. I should have FaceTimed him. You, I'm surprised you didn't. We're going to ask an FOS friend of the show how he is coping after what happened to his team last weekend. This is Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio.